passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you're using, and YouTube.com slash Post Wrestling. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, Up Next Spurts. Hello, everyone. Hello, NXT friends. Friends. We are your NXT friends. The BDE, Braden and Davey are here. If you're watching us on YouTube, you may, you may ask yourself why we're both wearing... We're on the road from Elimination Chamber. Let's just say a friend of ours, shout out Big Tom, was like, hey, you guys want matching Elimination Chamber jerseys for no reason? Yeah, sure, okay. So we're wearing them today. We're twinning it right yeah. now. So It's been an ordeal getting these shirts to us, actually. Our friend did the thing where we're at a show, GCW, and he goes, hey, guys, I brought you these things to have. Well, great, but now we have to stand at a three-hour-plus wrestling show now holding these things and yeah. that's just an issue like now we're in charge of <laughs> holding on to like great now i gotta take care of these Carrying jerseys stuff. luckily we had uh, a friend steve who had a car we we yeah. stashed them in there but yeah so now we have elimination chamber jerseys right on time <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> for next year's elimination chamber yeah we'll have to yeah yeah it doesn't is it does it have a date on it yeah it says it? montreal on it the back okay, of it cool. yeah, which from being from <laughs> toronto yeah i'm not too it's the montreal colors and stuff this but. is going to be worth something one day one day yeah, yeah maybe we shouldn't have opened it yeah. We should get it signed by yeah. Sammy. 
That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Or do like you and get it signed by you know someone who's Jericho. just not on the show. Get signed by Jericho. Jericho and Dolph Ziggler can sign <laughs> just it. Get everything signed by Jericho <laughs> is my goal. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to up next. We're uh, we're going to chat a lot about some NXT and some WrestleMania and all the whole fun stuff. Uh, just before recording, we put on some green light. Mm-hmm. It's like the Mariah Carey of WrestleMania it season. Is, yeah. So we're feeling feeling chipper about all the wrestling we're going to watch. Uh, including tonight's go-home show for NXT Stand and Deliver this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. But, you know, if you're if you're there in Cali, what time is that? It's like 9 in the morning, 10 in the morning. 10 in the morning to yeah. watch NXT. Wow. Yeah, that crazy. Is, so you got to wake up at like 5 to beat L.A. traffic to get there. Yeah. No, you, you really need – I've got some friends going, yeah. and they're getting up at like – they're leaving at like – eight or seven or something to get to this nxt show it's crazy um but very nice for our like uk listeners as well that's it's like 5 p.m yeah i mean well it's just gonna be you gotta pick and choose what you want to watch this week because there's so much of it mm. but we will be watching stand and deliver live this saturday and then we will be right here on the post network on the youtube and the the podcast feed with our stand and deliver post show there's going to be a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, as as soon as the show finishes, pretty much, we'll be going live um, on the post-wrestling feed. Uh, and then we'll be shooting off to, to Gabby's. That's right. Just downtown King Street West, Gabby's. We're throwing a WrestleMania two-night watch party, which uh, tickets are almost gone. So, like, act now before. Yeah, Don't we- be one of the, hey, come at the door. We're charging more at the door, even if we have tickets left available. But yeah. And we've only got a few combo tickets left. So get them booked. Come join us. It's going to be a great turnout. Uh, we've got some really sweet prizes we're giving away. We're going to be giving away uh, some replica titles. Yeah, we got some nuts. right next to us right now. Uh if you're going to night one, we're giving away two tickets to AEW Dynamite in Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, so lots of opportunities. Uh, I've got some trivia going on. You got lots of games and we've got giveaways. We're going to just have fun. We're going to have a party and yeah, we're going to be, uh, oh, you made a, a menu, a drink a list drink menu. Yeah. You know, we love our wrestling drinks. Uh, I, I know people are, are talking about the Samoan spike. But uh, what else do we have on deck here? Well, if, if you're not a drinker, you can also have a Brooks Jensen. That's right. Which is right. our, our virgin drink. <laughs> I mean, maybe not after maybe tonight, not baby. Maybe not after tonight. I've got to spike that. Like, yeah, the Brooks Jensen. With a, a dash of Kiana or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, the Brooks Jensen's what? Just water? Uh, it's uh, a pineapple mule without the wow. So like pineapple, ginger beer, lime. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, we've got some banger bombs. Yes. Uh, going on. So some Guinness, uh, sorry, what Jameson and Bailey's dropped in Guinness. Yeah. I think I'm going to, we've had listeners when we've done this before, uh, who try all the things and mm. then their night ends up really good for a while and then probably really bad morning. Cause if you're trying all the drinks, it's a lot of different ones, but I feel like, when it comes time for the the Sheamus Drew Gunther triple threat match, we need a we need to line up the banger bombs. It will be you do it every gimmick every person. No, yeah, you do a you do a banger bomb, you do a shot of scotch, and you do a a Jaeger <laughs> for, for Gunther. For right? Gunther, oh yeah. my god, what do you call it? that's a that's just ultimate, the, the ultimate. IC triple threat. Like. <laughs> that's the the ring general. What does Drew go by? What's Drew's thing? So what? Uh, I'm trying to think how you yeah. do it. It would be, I guess you do. I should just change the menu now. Yeah, you do yeah. Scotch and Jaeger. 
Hoff and Hoff oh, dropped in Guinness. Oh, boy. Ooh. That sounds he- hardcore. That yeah. does sound hardcore. So, yeah, we're going to party this uh, weekend in Toronto. If you're thinking about making the trip, definitely come and have some fun. We're going to be throwing a party, watching wrestling on all the big screens. We're going to have uh, everything just is going to be lit. That's all I can say. We, we have a lot of fun at these can't parties. Can't wait. It's going to be a really busy weekend, but I can't wait to kind of, you know, watch that Ring of Honor show, watch... Um, like all the GCW collective stuff, you've got Bloodsport, um, the the Gringo Loco World on Lucha show. Yeah, uh, there's a lot I want to check out this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, some more uh, just programming notes, if you will. We we didn't do a Poison Rana over on our feed this past Sunday because we were at the awesome toy show. We held a 2K tournament, and uh, we'll definitely discuss a bit more about that and the controversies that come with hosting. A tournament. Oh, yeah. We learn all about it. Uh, we're gonna do a show tomorrow over on our Poison Rana feed around one, yeah, at one p.m. Eastern time. We're going live on our YouTube, but then the the audio will be up over on our feed, and it'll just be a little bit of a WrestleMania preview weekend. And then I think the following Monday after the storm on Monday after WrestleMania, we'll probably do a show during the day as well, covering some stuff. Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm thinking maybe we'll see how we feel on Sunday to determine what time. What time it's at. I don't yeah. know if 1 p.m. is, is necessarily yeah. going to happen after our watch party. But, exactly, yeah. Uh, sometime Monday we're going to chat all about so, WrestleMania yeah. weekend. So, yeah, go follow the Poison Rana feed, poisonrana.ca, for the tickets for that event, for the links of everything that we do, because we do a lot more than just uh, chat about NXT, as well as our Patreon, because it's WrestleMania season. We just did two weeks of WrestleMania reviews. We had Sino on to chat about his most favorite wrestling event ever, which was just... Ever. A, yeah, it's pretty crazy that, that that's what he picked. Uh, WrestleMania 11. Everyone's least favorite WrestleMania, except for John Cena. Uh, and then we had Jake from the Windy City pick WrestleMania 19, which some people's favorite. Was that our longest podcast we've done? It's like three hours. It's got to be one of them. Yeah, we, we did like two hours with just me and you covering WrestleMania 19, chatting about literally a lot of deep in in stuff. And then we had Jake on, and we probably chatted for like another 45 minutes. So it was a really fun show. Yeah, I, yeah, I really Great enjoyed show. it. Uh, I I enjoyed WrestleMania 11 as yeah, well. Yeah, there's Cino sat there listening. Going, what no, about no, that? that was a great show. Jonathan Taylor, Thomas. good fun as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've I've loved all our WrestleMania chat we've been doing over at the Patreon, and uh, I'm gonna be posting a show on uh, like Saturday morning. Um, so no one's gonna watch it. Listen, because yeah. it's WrestleMania Day, but I'm having. Uh, our man Neil join us for, okay. a, for a special show being on the Patreon midnight at right. midnight Friday night into Saturday morning. Yeah, uh, gr- now's a great time to check out all the different wrestling reviews, movie reviews, everything. It's only five bucks a month, and you get access to everything coming out by the time you sign up and a month's access. But then, like five hundred plus podcasts in that back catalog. It's only five bucks. It goes a very long way. But if you're crazy and you want to be a family member, you get access to behind the BDE, which we. We launched one, and uh, we get high praise from. I got a text from Wei Ting. Yeah, he said it was He's his very favorite. proud. He was so p- proud of us <laughs> with this podcast. Uh, it starts off with us popping a bottle of bubbly. Yeah, need I say more? But yeah, uh, World Champs fan members they get access to that, and then they pick stuff and come on. And that's why we did these WrestleMania shows and all the movies and stuff. So we have a lot of fun over on our Patreon as well. One more quick thing I want to plug 
before we yeah. go on to the wrestling thing again on our Patreon is uh, if you're a fan of the show Succession oh. I did a show last year called The Sesh where we were analysing kind of each episode this year they selfishly dropped episode one of this final season on Wrestlemania week so I just felt it's going to kind of be lost but uh, Jordan Goodman is going to join me next week to cover episode one and two and then I'll be doing a weekly show on Succession uh, until over the on, end of the series. Over, so over the, on the Patreon. So is yeah. the first one free or is that on the Patreon? Sure. Yeah. First one can be free. All right. And the last one can be free because I'm throwing my name in the hat to show Are up you on be the set. by then? I'm going to catch up. I just started. I finished season one. Right. So I think I could yeah, catch I, up I think in time. you can do it. You've done that in about, what, a week? Yeah. Yeah. I could catch up. Yeah, how many, how many weeks is it going to go on for? Oh, it's going to be like at least eight. Episodes, 10 episodes. All right. Time. But here, the, the sessions, I have not listened because I've obviously yeah. not watched. So now I can catch up and, and tag along. But I know just from the, the, the excitement in his voice, John Pollock loves mm. Succession and loved the sesh. So he needs to be invited. We need a, we need a, the show's ending, right? When yeah. it ends, we need a finale episode. So we not just, you don't need one guest, David. You need, I'm throwing my name in. I want in. I'll throw the bat signal. I know some of the, I think we need the British lads. Yeah. To get involved we need a, well. a mega uh, lineup for the, yeah. the main like ending there. But yeah, uh, so far I've been we'll loving get Jeremy show. Strong on the show. Is he from we'll the get, show? Uh, Brian, Brian Cox. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Get him on. Yeah. Yeah. Get uh, Culkin. Culkin. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Roman. Uh, so yeah, that's some some stuff upcoming and as well uh, going on for the next few weeks once WrestleMania season kind of kicks off. But we will be going live tomorrow. We're going to give out all our WrestleMania weekend predictions, what we're going to be checking out and all that stuff. So go check out the Poison Rana feed. But again, PoisonRana.ca for the links of everything we do. But it's WrestleMania season, so it's, uh, it's hype. It's time to watch wrestling. It we're going to be so sick of wrestling by next week, right? Are we? No, we're fiends. Till Tony Khan announces something nuts for next Wednesday. Yeah, we'll give some thoughts on Vikingo and Kenny tomorrow oh, as yeah. well because we haven't really been able to talk about that. But yeah, uh, shout out Super Chat Jake from the Windy City who says Crack Addict is still a banger. Play it at Gabby's. Oh, yes, we'll play it on Saturday. 100%. We, we've got our you, WrestleMania Jake. playlist going. Yeah. Bit of Pitbull, bit of Flowrider. <laughs> the Weekend. Just The Weekend's album, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh, so yeah, we're going to chat about everything else tomorrow on Poison Rana, including syringes. But need I say more? We'll discuss this at a further date. I don't want to say anymore, but wrestling's fucking weird, man. So let's <laughs> let's go. What have I missed out on? Okay. But yeah, lots of WrestleMania talk. <laughs> lots of WrestleMania talk tomorrow on Poison Rana and, and going into this weekend. Because this is the most hyped I've been for Mania. Because yeah, it just looks like a stacked card. So uh, we'll definitely yeah, chat I'm about it. Yeah, I'm genuinely really looking forward to good few matches this year which i can't yeah. say i've said for a while i've had matches surprise me at wrestlemania but for sure this year i'm like really yeah excited for this one yeah so uh we'll give all our thoughts to, on that tomorrow so go check us out over there but let's talk about some nxt because as everyone's talking about wrestlemania there's also not a takeover but a stand and deliver stand and deliver saturday 1 p.m eastern time on the network or the cock or whatever you kids call it these days and, uh, yeah, it's a pretty stacked show. And going into it, like, probably one of the bigger ones that they've had for since the 2.0 kind of takeover, I'd say this is it. This is the, the big card that definitely looks I mean, you stacked. could argue even before 2.0, because think we were in the, the pandemic, weird era. So it was all True. those empty arena things. Like, yeah. I'd say this feels bigger than, you know, Karrion Cross's champion during that whole time. Yeah. Well, that's not saying much. But. 
No, I know, <laughs> but it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's been years yeah, since yeah. like, this feels like a genuine, like, oh, I'm pumped for this show. Yeah. It looks like a good card. Well, we'll go into predictions at the end of the show, but we're going to discuss this go home edition of NXT from March 28th, 2023. Well, Technically, it was taped, I believe, after last week's episode. So this was uh, already in the can, ready for yeah. tonight. I'm sure they're already on their way landing in uh, Cali as we speak. So shout out all the wrestlers. Hope their travels are going good. We start off this episode of NXT with a battle royal. And the winner of this is added to the North American title match. That's already has five people That'll make this the fifth in this match. And Wesley is the champ and he's making all these people fight. Really, he's just making Axiom go through all these hoops for no reason. He's kind of being a dick. He's being <laughs> like Booker questions it. Yeah. We were questioning it last week. Booker's like, why did he like Axiom's been asking for weeks? Like Dragon Lee just showed up last week and he's like, Yeah, do you want a you get title a shot. shot already? JD and uh, what's his face? You're fighting. You don't too? like each other? Join my match yeah. instead. So he's making him do all this. Wes is on comments here, and yeah, Booker, Booker right away is like, yo, just give him the match. Uh, this match has a lot of people in it, such as Quincy... Elliot. Elliot, I almost said Always. Jones. Yeah. Uh, there's Axiom, like I said. There's Scripps, who shows up right at the beginning with this, like, flying out of nowhere, sit- seated senton. Uh, there's Dabakato, there's Dijak, there's... Everyone in this match. Just think of all the other stars, pretty much. Apollo Crews. Yeah. yeah. All the other, like, mini feuds are kind of still happening here. Uh, It starts off with everybody firing at each other. Quincy was the first one eliminated, like, right away. Uh, Jinder's in there, too. He throws Kemp out at one point. Yeah, he's in there, too. Uh, Dijak is fighting and gets tossed by Jones, Odyssey there, and then gets mad. So he attacks him, which I guess is setting up a match in the near future. Uh, Apollo Cruz is in there. He's hitting some pretty sweet moves. There's um, there's Anofe and Malik who are like on opposite sides on the apron, and they were doing some some sweet stuff. Mm. Anofe like does a skin the cap, but uses like his whole upper strength to like spin in. It was pretty impressive. Uh, there's then Axiom who throws out scripts, who then lands on his feet when he eliminates himself, just to look flashy. Yeah, it, it, the way he, he was eliminated, it almost looked like he was. Like, just forgot the rules yeah. and was like, did ah. something spectacular and was like, oh, yeah, shit. he celebrated and went, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a family guy sketch. Not quite like that battle royal where Great Carly just kept stepping over the top rope <laughs> and, and then commentary had to be like, no, it's got to be an offensive move yeah, sure. to eliminate. I think yeah. it was like him and Edge or something like that. Yeah, same when Big Show stepped through a table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dabba Kato's in there. He's, uh, I mentioned scripts got thrown out, but Dabba eventually gets the upper hand on Cruz, continuing their feud, I guess, and throws him out of the ring. Very impressive. Axiom, Fraser, and Dempsey now are left in the ring with Dabba Kato, and they all team up together to throw him out here. And now this is our final three, Axiom, Fraser, and Dempsey. There's a sweet-looking wheelbarrow suplex from Charlie Dempsey on Nathan Fraser. This so was nuts. nice, yeah. This was crazy. They replayed it a few times, but wow, just I would like to see a, a singles match here. Uh, Nathan Fraser then and Axiom are going at it, and they're just like back and forth. It's like the match was then sped up. When you listen to something on 1.25 or 1.5, mm. it was like all of a sudden things were just moving and fast forward with these two. Uh, they throw Dempsey out of there and these two are going at it. And there's like the spot where uh, Axiom setting up for – what's his move? The ratio? The kick yep. thing? He goes for that. But in midair, Fraser super kicks him and he sells it like absolute death. He gets thrown up but then he, he does a kip up and then gets super kicked again. And then when Fraser tries to get rid of him, it's Axiom who throws him over the ring. 
And look at that. Axiom had to fight 19 other people to get this spot, but damn it, he did it. Ratioed. <laughs> yeah, I think this was 100% the right choice. Yeah. Um, I found the Battle Royal pretty boring and uninspired until the final three. Yeah. I thought Dempsey, Axiom, Fraser had a really nice, uh, like, kind of triple threat at the end there. And then the last two went for quite a little bit before the eventual elimination. So those three were great. I think um, Dempsey and Fraser are still quite young. So although it's a shame, you feel like, ah, you'd like to see them on stand and deliver. They're going to have plenty more. Um, Axiom is the right choice here. It's, it's interesting seeing someone like Apollo, how far he's kind of fallen in this company that now he's, you know, being eliminated in opening match battle royals to qualify to be on the show. It's yeah, but I, I'm, I'm not mad about like, he no, hasn't really I'm just, done I'm much, just but... saying it's like, this guy was, you know, like IC title at WrestleMania. Right. And now he's same with Jinder. Yeah. Jinder was a champion. World and he's, champ. I, again, we forgot he was in this match, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just interesting seeing these main roster people who are kind of struggling in NXT as well. Yeah, uh, but the story really, for me, came out showing the, the final three of like, oh, this place is going to be okay if these three... Absolutely. Like, these three interacting with each other. Obviously, we've seen Frazier and Axiom mm. together. And like, I know they did a what? Best of three? Best of three, yeah. I could see a best of... Like, I would just let them fight every week if they were going to wrestle like this. In a weird way, also. I know Dempsey's already kind of with Gulak, but these, these three, the lads. Yeah. These, this should be a unit. Dempsey... Axiom and and Nathan Frazier. Axiom takes the mask off and they all turn like the British Shield. Look okay. It. Yeah. I I don't know the way the three of them were wrestling. Just Europe. He, Axiom Spanish. Oh really? Yeah. See, you're from the UK. <laughs> I don't know. You're just wearing a mask. I don't know. Really? I did not yeah. know that. Okay. Sweet. I guess that makes sense from when he speaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still got a bit of a like. He's been in the UK a long. I was going to say yeah. he sounds British. So, but yeah. Uh, I, I love the, the final minutes where these three were going. And Nathan Frazier does that crazy moonsault like AJ Styles mm. into the DDT thing. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed the end of this. After the match, Wesley holds up his title and kind of goes face to face and shakes Axiom's hand like, hey, you did it. And really, Axiom should be like, he should have just decked, decked him. him right in the face. Uh, Dragon Lee comes out and they all stare and they shake each other's hands. That's when Ilya comes out, JD comes out. So now all five guys are just staring at each this other. This match is going to be crazy. This is a weekend show stealer I'm for sure. Really happy this isn't a ladder match as well. Yeah. Because I think some of the like technical stuff we're going to get at in this, the high flying, uh, it's going to be a crazy match. Yeah. It's going to be like a video game. It's going to be like playing 2K, you know, breaking up these near falls with these five guys and everything. It's, yeah, these, I'm really looking forward to this one. These guys are going to try to like out crazy like King O'Kenny from last week with, and five of them like doing some well, crazy especially stuff. Especially on a weekend like this. Yeah. It's like, okay, they want to stand out in WWE. And deliver. There's, surely there's, there's that part, especially some of these guys are like a Dragon Lee is like right off, hot off the indies. You've seen what people are doing on this ROH show the night before? Yeah. I, I think the bar is going to be set very high for this weekend, and I, I think these guys are going to kill it. This is definitely something the most interesting. The, the, the match, I'm like, okay, this could steal not just the show, but that, that day, the weekend possibly, like definitely these five guys, the, the different iterations. Just five guys? Just five guys, yeah. Uh, we can talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, they have great fries, though. Yeah. Yeah. Bag fries. We see pretty deadly. We get these videos throughout the night here on NXT where they're kind of running down the card because they are the hosts 
of Stan and Deliver. Yeah, they really got over the title loss thing very yeah. quickly. Yeah, they're like, 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 wait, actually, we can be presenters and don't even have to wrestle? Perfect. If they're the host, can they not just add themselves into the match? I think they maybe, could do that, man. Yeah. Pretty Deadly preview the show. They previewed just the what we just saw, the five-way for the North American title match, and uh, they give some picks. They think either JD or Dragon Lee is going to take the title home from, from this one. Uh, I see Dragon Lee, but after kind of this, I imagine Axiom would be the one to take it. Um, I'd like maybe to see Wes retain and have a singles against Axiom or something. Right. Down okay. The line. Yeah. Um, they often do use these ladder matches to change the titles, though, don't they? Yeah. But. We go to Brooks Jensen, who's backstage with uh, Briggs, and he's talking about something about voicemails. And when Kiana James walks in with Fallon, and Fallon's kind of like, all right, tell him. Tell him the truth. And Kiana says, there's something I want to talk to you about. And Fallon's like, go on. And she says, well, the past few months I've gotten to know you and what you what we have is special. And I don't know how to say this, but uh, I, I feel horrible that you're not part of Stand and Deliver. So I went to Sean and I got you a wild card tag team match tonight. And if you win, you are added to the tag team title match at sand and deliver and Fallon's like upset that she's not telling her about possibly Mm. Sebastian and the maybe, you know, husband or whatever. Instead. Now the guys are just all excited that they have this opportunity. Briggs is like shutting her up. Yeah. She's like, because she shouts, I can't believe you. And he's like, yeah, I can't believe it either. Like, this is fantastic. Like, like yo, let her, she got us a match. Like, wow. Okay. Mm. So that match is later tonight against Tony D and Stax. So it, it's time to dissect this, right? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Briggs, like, Briggs, like, knows what's happened as well. Yeah, he helped break into her Kiana, office. Yeah. Right? And, but now he's got a title opportunity He's like, ah, I can wait, can wait. Yeah. Is he right in doing that? Or yeah. is that is that a dick move? No, you can wait. You can wait? Yeah, like say like we had some like big show to do. Yeah. And I found out some information like right before the show. I'd probably tell you after the show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're going to find out anyways, but like. Yeah, no, I, I think so. Just, right. just curious. Right, like I'd still tell you. Yeah. Although, yeah, Briggs like. But why ruin the, the weekend? Briggs, like, why are we making Kiana the one to tell? Just tell him. Briggs, like, we broke into her office. She's, well, I, I she's... think that both Fallon and Kiana are given. Fallon and Briggs are given her the opportunity. Right. She said last week, I'll tell him. I want to be the one him. to tell him. Yeah. yeah. This is still a dilemma, mm. but it gets even messier later tonight. We go to our next match. We did have a little segment with Chase U, uh, where they're giving Tyler Bate a bit of a pep talk ahead oh, yes. of his match. And you've just got uh, Duke Hudson looking still, like, upset. despondent and upset in the background. Um, but Bates has never beaten Von Wagner. <laughs> in, singles competition. in singles competition. Check the scoreboard, never folks. <laughs> I can't remember if they faced, but... I mean, I, I believe I've it. I've never beaten it. Von Wagner either, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, Apollo Crews coming back to NXT being like, I just want that title that eluded me. You mean the title that did not exist for years when you were here? Until years later? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, bud. Anyway. Dijak said the one title. Sorry, it was alluded. a Dijak. No, yeah. no, Apollo did the one yeah. title that has eluded me. Dijak said the same thing, and Dijak has never won a title. Yeah. <laughs> any title, any title, yeah. 
Vaughn Wagner versus Tyler Bate. So Tyler Bate's pretty much the Russell Brand yoga chase you student teacher now, I guess. He's just now joined them. As soon as Tyler Bate comes out, he's doing the youth side. Well, I mean, is, he, is he a student or is he like a guest lecturer? Because he's teaching the meditation and stuff. I think he's more that. Right. Like someone the university have brought in to kind of help with his right, right. anxiety and stuff. It's like he's like a character on like community. Mm. Yeah. He's like Starburns or something. He wouldn't, he would be, is there a yoga character on that show? I can't remember. But he, yeah, it's kind of weird that this guy is just now part of this. And well, he's facing Vaughn Wagner, who comes out with Robert Stone or Bob Stone or Mr. Stone, whatever his mm. name is now. And Vaughn is just overpowering Bate here as he keeps trying to escape and then hits some clotheslines in the corner. Eventually, Bate fights back and hits a series of pop-up forearms and just keeps trying to run at him. He runs the ropes, and there seems to be some sort of misconnection, but he still nails Vaughn with more forearms. When he runs the ropes again, Stone trips his leg, and he gets pretty upset at this, so he throws Stone in the ring. And Thea just goes scrappy-doo all over him. He, she hits a, a Thez press and just beats him up. She's like a rabid little dog here and then, like, throws him out of the ring. Uh, this distracts Bate, which then, like, he gets hit by Vaughn but counters Vaughn and then hits uh, hits his, like, running... Uh, the shoulder-bounce yeah. lariat thing. Looks pretty cool. Um, and then he goes up and hits the spinny boy, as they call it, mm. and gets the win here. It's the spiral tap. Yeah. And as he's celebrating with Chase U, Duke is still just, like, not impressed at all this. I think it's playing into what Duke said to him a few weeks ago. Like, hey, are you f- – you're faking. Full of shit. Yeah, you're full of shit. But really, he's just mad because he's like, damn it, so am I. Yeah, so that, that's what I was trying to work out because he, Duke's been pissed off because they've been losing. And yeah. he's like, we've been focusing on the wrong stuff and we should – you know, I'm proud of this university and yeah. I want us to do well. Now I think it is maybe – a bit of a jealousy thing that Tyler Bate is kind of the new guy in the group. Yeah. And he thinks he's full of shit that this meditation thing is all bollocks and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, the match was okay. I, I, I didn't really care for it. No, Wagner kind of puts me to sleep a little bit. And uh, I, I've kind of just, I've grown tired of the Robert Stone yeah. stick really. Like it's been years now in NXT, right? With, you know, the whole, like, Everyone. Frankie Monet and, like, all of that. Monet. The stuff with Shotzi. And I'm kind of tired of it. And Vaughn has been exactly the same since he, you know, beat up his friend Kyle a few years ago. So, He's out there. yeah, Tyler Blake Bates great, but I'm not going to get particularly excited about a match like this. Well, it cuts when they're celebrating. It cuts to a video from the schism. And it shows them, like, in darkness teaching the chase you students it's like uh we recently did our fellowship of the ring review and yeah. it's like when frodo looks in the pool and sees like the shires all being destroyed right. and what could happen it's like they're looking in the palantir and seeing because if for those of you keeping score as well the the gimmick match the the stipulation on the match this saturday is chase you versus the schism and if if chase you lose they have to give up chase university to the schism so will it become schism university schism you right schism you now hold on do they actually have to give up like chase you like the actual buildings of this fake university yeah i I think (laughs) they just i think they just take over they just take over the fake facilities yeah you have that day with all the all the chase you with their boxes coming out 
Yeah. As okay. This cult takeover. So it shows them like trying to brainwash like some of the the Chase U students, and they're wearing masks, and some of them are doing creepy smiles, and they say, Sat- "Come stand and deliver." A new class begins with Schism U. Uh, another interesting note about this: technically, this will be the Pebbles' first match. Young Rock. It will be. Yeah. In ring debut of Ava. Is it just Ava now? I think they've dropped Rain. Oh, have they? Maybe it's too close to Reigns that they decided she's just Ava. But oh, okay, I, I didn't yeah. notice. Uh, yeah, like that's a pretty big debut match have at this like Staples Center. Now right? is she just hitting the rock bottom and went and pinning, and that's all she does in the match, you or is she, she like do? doing six thirty sentons? I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, her or Thea do a whole lot. We okay. haven't. Thea's had a few matches, but they're always quite short, and she doesn't. We haven't seen a great deal from her yet, so I I can imagine them keeping them to sort of some very like planned out limited spots in it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be mainly the guys in this one. Yeah, I think so too. I would imagine the schism win this just because of Ava Rain and her debut. But uh, it, again, the storyline is just going to get more ridiculous with now the schism running a university. So, Yeah, I see that being what happens. <laughs> and are we getting and the, does Duke join him? Yeah, are we getting the climax of Duke just, you know, kicking Andre in the nuts finally and saying, see ya? Or is it Andre that joins him? Or is it Bate? Andre's, yeah. Right? There's a few that could sell them out. Thea. Thea was kidnapped by them. She knows. There's a lot going on in this ridiculous, I, well, silly storyline. One of the weirdest stipulations. If you lose, the fake university has to go to the emo kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. And Oh, and The Rock's daughter's in it. Oh, and that British guy who was champ and had used to have hour-long matches? Yeah, he's in it too. Hey, it's a better build than both women's championship <laughs> matches at WrestleMania, okay? <laughs> This yeah. has been long term. This has been on long term. term. It's ridiculous, but it's long had term. a beginning, middle, and it will have an end. Uh, NXT is alive and well, yeah. folks. Shout out Andrew Thompson in the chat. As Shout well. out Andrew Thompson in the chat uh, and Jordan Goodman. Happy WrestleMania to everyone. Yeah. Uh, continuing on here, we go to Roxanne Perez, mm. who is backstage. She's walking down the the hallway here. She's got smiles on her face, and she's she's here at NXT. When she walks into Sean's office, or did she? I have some <laughs> thoughts about this. There's a there's a promo here with Roxanne and Shawn Michaels having a conversation about how Roxanne is back. But you tell me, were they even in the same room? There was not one shot of them together. And David, you've studied acting. Yeah. They were just doing the classic, okay, I'm going to pretend you're over there and look that way to talk to you. There was no wide shot. There was a shot of someone's shoulder while Roxanne was talking. They were definitely not in the same room while they recorded yeah, this. Yeah, I, I kind of, <laughs> I, I'm watching it back and I, bless I kind them. of think you might be right. And bless the NXT editing people, but I know what, I know what you were doing. One of you, the, the scheduling did not mix. They could not be in the same place at the same oh, time. There is a shot. There's a shot There's of a them. Shot here of them. I don't know. It looks fixed. Photoshop. <laughs> Ops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Roxanne is here, and she says, "Hey, Sean, I'm back." And he's like, "Oh, well, uh, what do you mean?" She says, "Well, I've been cleared. The docs said that what caused me to faint was exhaustion, just from pushing myself too hard. But I've been cleared now, and, and anxiety. Yeah, and my anxiety keeps kicking in." And he says, look, I'm thrilled that you're back, but your health is the biggest priority and a ladder match just isn't the thing for you. So I don't think you should you should be in this match. And she gets a little upset and she says, I, I've talked about my anxiety and I know that I'm physically able, but you're saying 
he says, mentally, I'm not sure you're there. He says, you're 21 years old and you have a long career ahead of you and says like, yeah, I don't think you should do this. And she says, what would you do, Sean, when you were, you know, young and fighting for your opportunities and chances? You, you, you think you would miss WrestleMania? Well, you wouldn't. And I, I won't miss stand and deliver. She says, my anxiety is crippling and I can't run away from, run away from it, but I can face it head on. This is my title and I, I'm going to defend it. And he says, well, if you can show me the tests are cleared, then I can put you in the match. And she says, I'll show you everything. I'm cleared. And she's happy. And she says, can't wait. And she'll see us at stand and deliver. So it is official that Roxanne Pop Rocks is back. And she will be defending the title against all the already uh, earned spots of opponents for this match. Yeah, I I don't think this worked for me. This whole kind of fake injury, fake sort of vacating, not vacating the title. Um, th- this hasn't really worked. I I would have understood it more if she was a surprise at Stan and Deliver. Yeah. And to get more of that sort of pop. Oh, she's back and she's healthy and she's defending it. Um, this kind of just went nowhere. And I feel, I, I feel WWE have tried a couple of times because we've seen it with Liv Morgan where they clearly want to get this like young female role model who talks about things like you know anxiety or not Liv Morgan did this whole all these weird vignettes when her character was changing about just like you know sometimes you don't really know who you are and stuff like that and they're trying to write this what is it who's what's the generation below us Gen Z Gen Z they're trying to write these sort of Gen Z characters so oh like Roxanne's this I have anxiety too and she's trying to conquer it and go for the title it was just done in a bit of a weak way with not yeah. like the acting here wasn't very convincing and it's just a bit confusing. Like, okay, Roxanne beat Mako, but Mako's the one who kind of made her collapse from how brutal that match was. And yet Mako's nowhere to be seen. She's not in this match. It just, yeah, it just hasn't really made sense. And I, I question what the point is of this whole story. Uh, people are wondering in the chat, is it Gen X? Or is that already a thing? Gen X? Gen X. We're Gen X, no? Gen- no, we're millennials, no? Yeah, but what? that's Gen Y? I don't know. Dickie in the chat says, okay, boomers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, I didn't really like this either, actually. I think Roxanne is great, but why not just have her go, yo, I'll put the title on the line against six people to begin like, with. Like, like Wes is doing, where he's yeah. just like, yeah, I welcome all challenges. So it's just a little weird that they went this this way and went through the Shawn Michaels like playbook of falling over, but then she's just back the week before. It's just a little little off. Something's mm. not as... I'm sure it'll be a good match, but yeah. Well, we go to our next match. Valentina Feroz is back. Mm. It shows a recap of the last time we saw her when she finally turned on Electra Lopez. So here, it's a one-on-one match against her, reminding me that Electra Lopez is still here in NXT, but also that she has a banger of a theme song. I love her club music theme. I don't know Electra's, what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I love Valentina music and just Valentina, but I kind of wanted Valentina to turn while her friend was away. And then, kinda, I don't know. It was there, I wanted that. But anyways, we get this match here. Uh, Lopez is just beating down on Feroz here, just keeps going for... What looked like submission holds, but uh, not the the best 
strategy against Froys, who tr- who literally trains in this kind of stuff. So she was kind of countering different holds and going for leg holds and fighting back. Uh, eventually, Lopez like slams her head into the turnbuckle into the mat, and then when Froys goes for something, it's just caught with Electra hitting pretty much the derailleur here, the sit out choke bomb. Shout out Dabakato, mm. and gets the win just like that. So. Just crushing for Roy's. Yeah, I, I found that a little odd, actually, because he had that big moment a few weeks ago with Valentina kind of standing up to her and yeah. and then just got murdered here. Um, yeah, I kind of weird. This didn't do a whole lot. Um, I think we're going backwards now if you're having her lose to Electra. Yeah, and sorry, did did Ele- Electra didn't use the knucks or anything here, did she? I, I didn't see that. I it just was saw a clean, her hit the derailleur. Clean win, yeah. no? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, which is a little odd. Um yeah, especially kind of, I feel like I'd forgotten about this feud. It feels like it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, what a great way to promote the thing. pay-per-view this weekend with a feud that was like not mentioned in a few weeks and they won't be featured on the show yeah. at, at all. But they do that a lot in NXT. Well, I mean, this show definitely kind of felt a bit like those old hangover yeah. shows, but the pre I, I think they, they did enough to build the pay-per-view tonight, but it wasn't necessarily your... yeah. As strong an NXT as we've had in recent weeks. Well, we go next to a video for Eddie Thorpe, who's making his in-ring debut here on NXT. Next, we get a little video of the promo we've seen where it's like showing him with the spirit of my people behind me. And like we get this like uh, northern lights turning into like a wolf and the howls. And he says uh, he will conquer here in NXT. So he's the alpha wolf. The I alpha wolf. Himself. Eddie Thorpe makes his entrance he here. He loves music. He loves. Well, he's an actual DJ. Apparently, mm. people were messaging us last week saying, like, just letting you know, he legit is a DJ. So I, I respect that. That's pretty cool. His music was pretty sweet. His gear was pretty sweet. This is technically his debut, unless you watched Monday Night Raw and watched the Bloodline Goodfellas skit where he was the guy to eat the glass. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that guy looks kind of familiar. And then I quickly went to Twitter and people were like, yo, why was Eddie Thorpe? The glass <laughs> bit was the bit that killed me. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was great. But yeah. when Roman just turns and smashes him. Isn't it weird that we were like, yo, wouldn't it be funny if they did, like, months ago, we yeah. were like, me and you were like, wouldn't it be funny if they did? It makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah. For them to do that. It's just so funny that they then literally went with that. It was like, that makes sense. Yeah. We still, we they missed out on Reservoir Dogs with Sammy in the Bloodline walking. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best one, though. The Goodfellas one, I think. I, I really liked that one, and I really liked the uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin one. I okay, that yeah. That funny. one had me howling, for sure, yeah. I love all those movies. Well, Eddie Thorpe makes his entrance here, and he's going against Miles Bourne. Yeah. Don't know too much about this guy. Um, he's a deaf wrestler, uh, I believe, and has okay. been appearing on Level Up. Um, I've heard, we've heard about this guy. Yeah, and apparently the crowd do the kind of, you know, the waving thing for clapping. Whoa. Him, like the... That is incredible. Which is pretty cool. I did not catch that. Yeah, because I, I think a few weeks ago, I uh, I think it was when you were, were away. Okay. He was in a match, and he seemed to get a lot a big reaction from the crowd. And I was like, oh, maybe his friends and family were in. And I think it was Sino that said, oh, no, he's the, yeah. he's the deaf wrestler. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, I I know this was a, a like showcase for the debuting of... Eddie Thorpe, but I thought this guy looked, this kid looked yeah. awesome, man. Uh, just from little short things here. Uh, Thorpe hits a running crossbody early on, but like I said, Miles comes back and hits some pretty impressive moves of his own, including a like side, almost, almost overhead, belly to belly suplex. And that's when I was like, yo, this kid's pretty good. Uh, Thorpe comes back though and hits a running, like, halluva kick in the corner and then a running standing elbow drop. 
And then um, there's like a twisting neck breaker. Maybe he learned this in the New Japan Dojo. The mm. shake, rattle, and roll for the one, two, three. Uh, the crowd wasn't too like behind this. They were kind of on their hands. But I mean, remember this was a back-to-back taping yeah. last week, wasn't it? Yeah. So this was being filmed at like 11 p.m. Fair enough. Last week, and these are two guys that we haven't really seen a great deal. Well, we haven't seen one at all. Um, so I, I'm not surprised the crowd were dead. Um, I quite liked on commentary. Uh, book just we criticize him sometimes for maybe not knowing his stuff but i think it works in this case where book is like all right vic i don't know who this guy is tell me about yeah. him and vic's like oh well he's actually made a name for himself been doing stuff i thought it, it actually works quite well books kind of ignorance sometimes right um i can't this is the first time i've watched carl fredericks carl fredericks really and i can't say there was anything that particularly stood out to me um from this match um does a lot of stuff i see a lot of people do um but it was a quick match and so i don't know yeah it's kind of a tough spot it's not the best time to do debuts and stuff especially this weekend everyone's focus is on like a lot of other stuff but i I feel like maybe having more of serious matches not just kind of squash matches i I almost feel someone like a like having your debut match against someone like a javier barnell who we've established now is the The nxt jobber the geek who gets beaten up I think you can showcase what you do. I think putting him out against just someone cold, like someone who just does level up really and no yeah. one really knows, maybe not the most exciting way Again, to do no it. disrespect to Eddie Thorpe. Again, no. I think going forward. But after watching this, I was like, yo, who's this kid? Mm. Who's Miles? And then now you're telling me that's why the crowd is doing that. I was like, whoa, that's, like I said, pretty awesome. So uh, we'll, see. we'll see these two guys, I'm sure, down the line. But uh, this wasn't too, like, too flashy by any means. We go to another video for Pretty Deadly, and this time they're discussing the big grudge match between Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller, and they're talking about how this is Gargano fighting for the honor of his family now, because Waller made it personal, and Kit Wilson says, you know, I would fight for your honor, Ellie, and (laughs) Elton says, thank you, Kit, you are very brave, and Kit says, yep, that's my middle name, Kit Bravery Wilson. These... These guys could be in this company for a very long time without having to wrestle, wrestle <laughs> really. Um, I think back to those old like VHSs and DVDs of the compilations of different matches. You could totally see these two hosting, presenting yeah, them, yeah. right? I, I thought these, these were pretty good throughout the night. Yeah, this one was my favorite one when he's like, I'd stand up for you. <laughs> I'd fight for your honor. I'm brave. We go to a video backstage. The Gallus boys, they're being interviewed by Mackenzie. And uh, Mackenzie's like, yo, like, why did you just let these two teams get title opportunities? And they're like, hey, why? Like, why not? WrestleMania weekend. We want everyone to be on the show. They're doing the, (laughs) they're doing the, like, we're not heels anymore, clearly, because they're like, we just like to fight. Ah, and they're like pretending to fight a little. You know, the tip off for me as well was at the end of the interview, Mackenzie does a, yeah, smiles to the camera. They're baby faces. Where yeah. she rolls her eyes if they're heels. She also calls Wolfgang Wolfie, and, okay. he, and he winks at her and goes, "Hey, hey, Kenzie, <laughs> she knows." Gallus boys on top. She he then says, uh, "Look, uh, the Creeds make a good case, and so does Tony and Stax and Hell. Maybe Briggs, Brooks and Jensen, Briggs and Jensen. Sorry, want to you know join in. The more the merrier. It doesn't matter. Four, six, eight guys. Gallus boys will always be on top." Yeah, they're definitely going for the brawling brutes thing with yeah. these lads now. Um, and th- this, we've been questioning the last few weeks, like, 
these guys meant to be baby faces. This to me felt the clear, like, yeah. yes, we are. Uh, I actually thought they sounded clearer than usual as well. Um, like sometimes yeah. struggle just understanding them. And I thought they, uh, yeah, I thought they came across all right here. Pure Gallus. Mm. Yeah. Still wonder where Joe is. Fair enough. Yeah. The Iron Man. Mm. Maybe we'll see him come back. We go to Sol Ruka versus Ivy Nile versus Indy Hartwell. This is a last chance wild card, wild card match. The winner is added to the women's title match at San and Deliver. So we get Sol here just kind of countering Ivy and Indy and getting the best of both of them as each are trying to like do quick roll-ups in the beginning of the match. But Sol sends them both to the outside and hits a picture perfect triangle moonsault to the outside this one looked way better than the last time we saw her do it but already just every time i see yeah. soruka she keeps getting better and better she does this crazy move back in the ring very similar to i think like nick jackson who does the like flips and then an x factor like mm. the x-pac yep. move yeah she hits this just crazy uh ivy goes for this rana on soul and then uh comes back with a series of like strikes to try to get some pinfalls but then soul comes back and hits her flying springboard splash for a near fall i think that move looks awesome uh but indy then hits her with a spine buster but soul kicks out of that eventually ivy has indy in a dragon suit sorry in the dragon like sleeper. sleeper which is her finish and while she has that applied soul climbs the ropes and hits the soul snatcher on her but while she's getting up it's Indy who runs from behind and hits the, the bull hammer, essentially her finish, and gets the one, two, three. With this, the back of the head. Yeah, this yeah. one looked good. This one looked nasty. But Ivy, sorry, Ivy, Indy picking up the, the sneak win here, kind of stealing Soul's thunder and is advancing to stand and deliver. I, I thought this was pretty entertaining, but Soul Ruka to me was the real standout of this match. I thought all her stuff looked really clean. I think it's it's starting to come together really nicely for her, for her. Like we've seen her hit some cool moves, but now I think she's doing the stuff in yeah. between the moves pretty well. Uh, that soul snatcher from the dragon sleep was great. And I thought the finish with Indy was pretty good. Um, still question where Indy goes from here. I don't really see her winning the title at the weekend. Like I imagine Roxanne retains. Yeah, yeah. And Indy just, I don't know, to me felt uh, colder in this match than maybe certainly Sol, Sol Ruka. Sol Ruka is instantly becoming and a Ivy at least has had yeah. a bit of a story recently with Diamond Mine. So Indy was kind of like, okay, yeah, I, I get you should be there because you've been here a while, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd have made, probably gone with Sol to be honest. I definitely, she, again, every time I watch her, I'm like, every t you get so much better and, and, I, everyone wants to see the soul snatcher off the ladder. So we'll, yeah, we'll have to wait it, for it. It's still maybe just like still really early to put you in a ladder match if you're new to this. Of course. But yeah. The fan in me would have been more interested in. I, I, I like this match and soul was definitely the standout in it. And I, I would say that she's going to be a, a pretty big star here in NXT or WWE even. They then did this thing where like all the girls come out. We see this in NXT a lot where they yeah. come out through the audience and it's as Vic is just running down the match. Yeah. Um, but it feels like, you know, if you want to vote for Gigi, it's 414-696-555. If you want to vote for Roxanne Perez, didn't it? As yeah. it was like going to each one. As the American Idol team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest there. <laughs> yeah, Roxanne shows up on the perch. And I feel like the, the crowd weren't cued in on what was going on yet. Because they're like, 
Wait, what's she doing? She doing Why is she still have the title? Wait, what's going on? And they're just all doing their thing. Like, I think Indy's pointing to the stand yeah. and deliver sign. Tiffany comes out. The bird Lyra lady Valkyrie comes out. is just nodding. This match should be pretty good, too. Yeah. And I feel like the reason the ladder match, the la- it's a ladder match, and the, is to give, like, the, the women a chance to do a ladder match, because that's not something they always do, rather than, like, that North American title. Have we seen a multi women's ladder match I'm trying I to feel like we have in some we've had capacity. the singles yeah. ones haven't we but yeah. I'm not sure if we've had a, but yeah I, I actually think though sorry it's it's Zoe it's Roxanne it's Lyra Indy and who's the fifth uh, yeah, it's Tiffany Gigi Gigi oh yeah Gigi yeah so it, it's it's your more kind of established like talents so, so yeah I, I think it'll be good I think this is gonna be good I think it could be a pretty sweet match too it goes to Pretty Deadly, who now run down this match, and they say that uh, they're excited that this could be the show stealer with all these women. And they predict that Tiffany is going to win because Tiffany Stratton is the buff Barbie and the third dressed, best dressed in NXT, referring to themselves. Mm. So they're, they're oh, yeah, Tiffany, of course. They're Team Tiff, and they say, yes, girl, <laughs> for Tiffany. I would say it's Tiffany walking out with the title, to be honest. I, I, I would go with that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. We go to our next, well, it's a video for Grayson Waller, who is supposed to show up to sign a contract for his match with Johnny. And he says that Johnny is barred from the arena tonight. And Johnny cosplay, as he calls him, he says, I'm, I'm at the arena now. And I got lots of security because I know you're a sneaky little hobbit. And uh, you always like to attack people from behind. So you never know what I'm going to say, but can't wait to say it later tonight. So he's calling out Johnny saying, don't you dare show up. We go to a video for Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. It's a prime target. They brought the name back. Didn't yeah. They? Prime. Target. When was our last actual prime target? I feel like they, this one's like not as, you know, in depth as the original ones. For but, sure. But still like they've used it a few times like this, but mm. still pretty cool. Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, they show when both of them were signed and in the exact same class when they were brought into the WWE. They show the photos and all that stuff and the news articles and stuff. That was pretty cool. They talk about how they're both the alpha males here in NXT and everyone knew that. And Melo says, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And this Saturday, I'm I'm taking that crown. It's going to be mine. And then it, it shows a bit, it focuses a bit on Carmelo here where shows it gradually through the stages of NXT and him and trick and winning and becoming a champion and shows him like grinding and, and training harder than ever in this gym. And then how him and trick are out with the ladies going to the clubs. He says, I train hard all day. So I have a few hours to go to the club, but when it's time for the after party, I go back and train more, which sounds tough. If you're like a little lit and a little wavy might be, maybe he's not, he's been on the Brooks Jensen's maybe right? possibly. And he says like, that's how you know I'm I'm ready because I'm not partying the way I used to be. I'm taking this way more seriously than ever. And still, me becoming champ here is still just the beginning. Like, this is my life now, mm. essentially, meaning WWE. I thought this was pretty cool. And he says, don't worry, though, because there'll be time for me to celebrate when I win and become the champ. And uh, it's considered this done when I win on Saturday. And then it cuts and flips to Braun who shows him and he goes, he just laughs and he goes, I don't go to the club. I train hard every day. And then it shows him on a jet ski. (laughs) He's pretty much DJ Khaled, Braun Breaker on the jet ski here. He says, I don't go to the club and I've been training and working hard. Yeah. You're the alpha male, but I'm, you know, I'm bigger, I'm badder, I'm stronger. And 
you can't take this from me and you can, you know, pretty much die trying here. And then it cuts back from Mello saying, I'm going to take that and I'm going to take everything. Give me my fucking crown, says Carmelo. I am him. So this Saturday, main event, two biggest names in NXT collide. I, I am looking forward to this match. Um, I I liked this. I kind of wanted to go even deeper, to be honest. I would have liked to have seen, you know, more footage of them in the PC when they first joined and that sure. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I actually thought Bron sounded better than Mello here, which I wouldn't normally say. But I thought he sounded way more natural in this style of video where they're, sh- they're kind of... I don't know, not playing wrestler as much in this thing. They're showing that they've, you know, been working hard and they were from this class together and growing yeah. up. Whereas I thought Mello sounded a bit more wrestler promo-esque in this, which I didn't think actually, I, I felt, I think he sounds more natural when he's like backstage or in the ring. Whereas this is a pre-tape. I didn't think he sounded as good as usual. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to this match very much so. Yeah, this will bang for sure. And I do think we see a new era kind of going forward with Carmelo taking it. But he's not hes not hitting the club and hitting those after parties. You know he's focused. Yeah. Someone in the chat saying maybe Trick is a bad influence. Maybe. Maybe. He's like, yo, couple- no, Trick was a good friend though. Trick knew Mel- – he went, oh, you're going to train? Okay, see you later. Have fun. Go. Yeah. Go train. So that is a good friend. True. That's when me and you were like, don't let us go out tonight. Yeah. And I go – you want to go out tonight? <laughs> That's why we're not. We're neighbors. champions. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I love how Braun also traded in his fishing boat for a jet ski. Jet, well, he's the champ. Yeah, he upgraded for sure. And he was the champ when he was fishing. But. Yeah. No, but he's been champ even longer now. Yeah, yeah. Got that jet ski money. Exactly. A lot. Summer's coming. We going on a jet ski? Oh, fuck yeah. We go from the jet ski man to the witches. They're cutting the promo. (laughs) They're in their little hut in the woods somewhere. And they say, we bind together. And as they're talking, they're like... uh, Binding binding. (laughs) Red ribbon. Into some bondage. Red witch ribbon. Yeah, witch bondage here. As they're talking about their destiny is forged this Saturday, stand and deliver... They say that they're going to, they, they already know, like the, the vision is, will come true essentially. Maybe they've been hanging out with Apollo. They say like, whatever you do, like the outcome will be us becoming champions. That's, it's already written in the stars here. They then say this, I love their catchphrase now. They've taken both their, their names. Like, mm. I swear we've been joking about this as well. It's always darkest before dawn. And when there's smoke, there's fire. Bravo, guys. We yeah, I think it. you're into these two more than I am. Yeah, <laughs> a little ironically, because it's really silly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's silly. It's I don't. I'm kind of over this spooky shit in wrestling. You're asking me why I'm into it. It's witch bondage, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I know people like the, you know, yeah, Undertaker did all right for himself. Exactly. Didn't he? Yeah. So I I know they keep on trying to do these spooky yeah, gimmicks, yeah. and there are people that like it. It's not for me. I do think they're winning on Saturday. I guess makes the most sense, really. Yeah. Uh, they've been the two manipulating all the other teams. And, uh, I mean, Fallon and Kiana are a terrible team, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're not working together well. No. So, yeah, I think it should be these two. We go next to our next match. Well, before that video, it was actually the entrance for Hank Walker. This is the worst wrestling entrance I've ever seen. This is Creator Wrestler 1 in the video games, where you come out. 
with just like slow you picked the song that was number one in the in the game like it's the actual songs in the game this is <laughs> no this is the default one yeah so this is where you've made your costume looks great you've done your your moves yeah but then i actually no, they didn't do his gear either no they? his gear is just so generic you've gear. done the moves maybe or maybe I don't <laughs> maybe i'll give him that i'll give him that and and then you're like, yeah, I he can't comes be out to make an entrance. Hands on his on his waist. The music's looks, so quiet. Yeah, not doing anything. And yeah, country just, music. And then does the pose, like, huh? Nodding. Hank smiling. Walker. Wow, look at me here. Singlet. Yeah, this man. Terrible. You know we love Hank, but like this was just Terrible. so funny. Legit, create a wrestler. So Hank going against his former coach, mentor, mentor yeah. Drew Gulak here. Uh, we see. Uh, Hank going in for submissions on Drew early on. He tries to put Gulak in a cross arm breaker, but Drew keeps blocking it and getting out of it. Then he puts him in a camel clutch. Hank's trying to make Drew humble here. And then goes for a stretch muffler. Brock lock, baby. But eventually, Drew also gets out of that. So he's using all the moves that Drew taught him, Mm. essentially, here. Uh, Booker T on commentary says that, look at Hank Walker. He doesn't deserve to be here in NXT. He doesn't deserve these big matches. Booker T just goes off and says, Hank Walker should be carrying bags and should be getting me coffee. Booker really hates Hank Walker. Uh, eventually, Walker runs at Drew with the like E-train, the Ho-train, if you will, and then hits this like face-first side spinning slam, and then Hank takes the straps down. He's getting fired up, runs the ropes, and hits a shoulder tackle. Uh, eventually, Drew kicks out of that, and Drew hits what we thought was a splatle. It could or could not have been mm. a splatle here. Real ones know what the splatle is. And, not a splatle. <laughs> and t- someone's got to show this to Taz. Yeah. <laughs> splatle! Splatle! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Hank uh, eventually gets... A- Sorry, the splatle turned into a crossface from Drew, reminding us that he is still slick with this. Eventually, Hank gets out of that and goes for this, like, suplex... Uh, he goes for a wheelbarrow suplex, but in midair, when lifting Drew up, he turns it into a cross arm breaker. I feel like we've seen like Kushida do this. You Kush- know? Kushida does this. Mox does this. Like a bunch of mm. anyone who does the cross arm breaker. So very impressive move here, Hank Walker. But eventually, Drew gets to the ropes and gets out of this. And when the ref is like allowing Drew to get up, it's Dempsey who takes a cheap shot on the apron to Hank which allows Drew to roll him up with an inside cradle and get the one, two, three, as Drew had to cheat to mm. beat his, his, his young prodigy here. Yeah, not bad, actually. I, I think Hank has definitely improved in ring since we saw him in the, in the shirt and jeans. Uh, still needs to figure his gear out and that entrance. Uh, I, I actually find it interesting that they've decided for this big guy, they're not going to go down the route of just making him a, a power guy they're trying to make him a, a technician with yeah. this whole story and the fact he's doing things like that cross arm breaker it's it's really odd because yeah i can't think of many big guys doing being like submission experts in wrestling Can yeah you? I, I not so much yeah undertaker <laughs> later like, on undertaker yeah. later started yeah. implement like implementing it but the fact that they're building this guy pretty much from scratch and they're like oh Big lad. Because he was a Drew, right? Like, But but like I'm talking about like in the PC and everything. When they're looking at all their class yeah. and they're going, this guy, this guy's going to be a submission guy. Maybe now so he's going to get Drew. a new mentor. Maybe they give him a new mentor who teaches him lucha. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Yeah. it's like the creator wrestler in the game, he right? Just, 
he's then with pretty deadly for gear. It's yeah. like he just gets passed around yeah. and then he's universal champion. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, he's gotten in better shape as well. Yeah. I'd say he looked, he looks all right. I still love Hank. Don't get me wrong. I know someone out there's like, guys, you used to riff on how much you loved Hank. We do. It's just like he, right now he's the, the enhancement talent in the Drew and Dempsey mm. story, because I am interested to seeing where that goes. Like mm. I said, Dempsey really impressed earlier in that battle Royal. So uh, I'm interested to see where some of the, the young cats in NXT go. We go to Pretty Deadly, who start discussing. Uh, well, they're drinking mimosas uh, as they're talking about tag different tag title matches that stand and deliver. They say that. Well, they're in the bar actually at Gallus's bar, <laughs> drinking big, mimosas. Big daddies. And yeah, big daddies. They're talking about uh, how they think Tony D and Stax will walk out champs, and they think that uh, Keanu James and Fallon like they can't get on each other's teams here. How are they going to win the titles if keep the titles if they're not even you know it's true on the same team. They're not wrong. Pretty deadly. Uh, up next is this as what eliminator match or is that the other show? This is the if you win, you get added to the match. Yes, stipulation. Briggs and Jensen taking on Tony D and Stax. Uh, Booker T is asked about uh, you know his thoughts on the whole Kiana James situation, and Book says, "Well, hey Vic, you know." Have you ever been cheated on? And Vic didn't know how to answer that question. <laughs> and then Booker's like, look, I have, and it sucks. And that like, goes off and stuff. But that was very funny. Uh, Tony D starts off this match by just beating down on Jensen here. And then you keep tagging in and out with stacks as they keep getting control and hitting double team moves. Uh, but right before the commercial breaks, it's Briggs and Jensen who throw both of them out and kind of stand tall. But when we come back, Jensen, again, getting beaten down by Tony here as Stax puts the boots to him in the corner. Tony tags back in and hits a backbreaker. And then off the top, Stax hits a flying elbow. So it's like that classic elbow drop backbreaker double team move. I'm forgetting the name. The Doomsday Device, no? No, but that's what Booker <laughs> called it. Booker goes, the Doomsday Device, the Doomsday Device. And Vic just goes, not touching that one after since last week. Yeah, what, what, last week he was saying... Razor versus... One, two, three, kid. In the fa- most famous ladder match. And Vic, and Vic is like, corrects him, and then after the break, he's like, yeah, that ladder match between Razor and one, And two, that's three. when Vic was like, you mean Sean? And I had to tell you, Book, you're, you were wrong. It was Sean. And Book's like, nah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was one, two, three, kid. Shout out uh, X-Puck's dog. Lula. Yeah, who's not doing so well right now. Yeah, uh... We dedicate this show to Lula, man. We, you know how much we love X-Pac's dog. If you know any of that story about him and his, his dog, uh, he posted something pretty sad about how he's, uh, he's got his thoughts and prayers up for his dog tonight. So, yeah, yeah we, we, we love that dog and we love X-Pac. Yeah. But so does... Uh, Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Booker T just starts yelling and repeatedly yelling, Doomsday Device, Doomsday I mean, Device. Vic like is a few quiet. seconds later, he's like, man, that doomsday device. <laughs> you know Vic was like, I'm not, I'm not going yeah. there. You, you call it whatever you want, man. <laughs> whatever you want. And then they hit a doomsday device. Yeah. <laughs> but they do that, uh, it was like with a spinning wheel kick, right? Is this move just not the same move the Creeds do? No, Creeds do that. Brutus does the cannonball. Okay. This was Brooks was doing like a spinning wheel kick off the So top. theirs goes ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and theirs goes... Ding, 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 ah, ding. It's a bit different. A bit different. <laughs> I just love how he was yelling Doomsday Device, and then they hit one, yeah. and he didn't freak out as much as he did. He's uh, like, ah, oh, stunner. Right 
eventually, uh, there's a series of splashes and clotheslines from Tony D. And uh, there's then, um, sorry, it's Jensen who gets caught by Tony D. Who they hit this new move, this double team move. Not the most impressive. It's like a- like a twisting backdrop, like a double move. I expected more from Stax and Tony D for finishing moves. Not, yeah, not for a finish. This feels more like a, a move. you tag in the middle of the match to hit double team move. Yeah, they pin Jensen here, and that means Brooks and Jensen, Briggs and Jensen, will not be going to stand and deliver. Yeah, shame. Well, yeah, I, I didn't think a whole lot of this match no. to be honest. Um, I. I thought it was Stax and Brooks actually in this one who who stood out a bit more. I think um, both are like clearly very young kids, um, but like coming along quite nicely in NXT. Uh, Tony D like hasn't really shown a whole lot. Tony D is regressing, I find, in ring. Stax has definitely been showing up and like putting on some cool matches, but Tony D has just really like been stagnant. And I I, I don't really know the appeal of putting these two at the pay per view over say a. Brooks and Jensen. Like an actual tag team. Brooks and, yeah, these yeah. guys. I keep saying Brooks and Jensen, but it's Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. Brooks Jensen. BJ. Yeah. We'll get it one day. After the match, Briggs and Jensen are standing in the ring, and Fallon and Kiana James come into the ring, and Fallon's like, go on, go on, and says, I know this is a terrible time, but I, Kiana needs to tell you something, and she has to tell you right now. And he... And, and Brooks is like, Kiana, what? What do you have to tell me? And Kiana says, Brooks, I have something I have to tell you, but I'd rather show you. And then walks over to Brooks and kisses him. Ooh, lays one on him. Shucky, ducky, quack, quack. <laughs> smooches, snogging, whatever you want. Sugar. I, I need the gif of Brooks's face after where he's just like his eyes are wide open grin on his face. And as Booker T says, it's about to get hotter than Chalupa green sauce up in here. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, so what's going on? So now F- Fallon and Briggs are like, Ugh. like really Fallon should just be, yo, she's cheating on you. You know what I do is I wouldn't wait till we're all at work. I'm going to go on TV. Yeah. I'd just be like, Brooks, can, can we yeah. go for coffee tomorrow? I need to, we need to chat. So Kiana's doubling down on Brooks. Yeah. Like she's not. So I, I still. Yeah. Something's. Her smile was more heelish this time. I thought. It was very sus. Was yeah. Kiss. She was acting a little suspicious. So what's going on here? Yeah. So where, where do you but see clearly this going? not being paid off at the pay-per-view unless we get some backstage skits. I was going to say, if they like lose the titles because something happens, that's oh, when the you, girls are. Yeah. Yeah. The witches will beat them. And then yeah. when the witches leave, like, you know, that's when you see whatever happens happen here. Yeah. But I still feel like Fallon was upset when she sees her kiss him because she's still got feelings maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. This is all days of our lives, soap opera stuff that I can't get enough of. It's long-term storytelling though. Yeah. Remember like all those months ago when we were introduced to Fallon and she was helping Brooks with his dating profile. And look at him now. Finally got a kiss. Finally got the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> We get a video for Stand and Deliver hyping up all the matches, and they shout out Turnstile with the song Blackout. Uh, these guys are pretty popular right now. They're going on tour with Blink. I know a lot of people uh, listen to these guys. So pretty cool that we got more rock. You wanted rock music for your wrestling? Mm. Not quite the show that really deserves it, but hey, it's okay. It still fits. <laughs> it's like NXT, and it's showing like, 
you know, not the most aggressive extreme things as I mean, I guess there's an unsanctioned match. It'll work good with that. Yeah. This song though sounded it it didn't work when like showing commentary stuff? were talking over it. Because oh. it had this like bassy boom boom. I think that was our feed. I don't I th- know. It I was think every that was, time they played this song. That our feed does that sometimes. So I think it was mm. that I, I think it's our feed that mm. we watch on. Sometimes we watch on Canadian feeds, British we switch it up. You know, you're British, I'm Canadian. Yeah. So sometimes we we want sports now. We're on BT sports. Yeah, you know, we switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> we can't handle we get so sick and tired of certain commercials that we switch to then get sick and tired so of those show commercials. So go compare commercials. Yeah, like like right on time. Canadian commercials are like, yo, go to Timmy's, try the new at Timmy's, try the new whatever at Timmy's. UK commercials are like, yo, you got a leaky dick. <laughs> <laughs> it genuinely is. That is a com- actual commercial. Yeah. It's like Ricky Gervais being like, yo, and it's not him, but some Brit it's being some like, <laughs> fat white guy in his underwear. Being like, hey guys, you got a leaky dick? dick leak? <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, I'm trying to watch <laughs> wrestling at 8 p.m. It's like, what's going on? But then, and then the American commercials. Well, it's it's three in the morning back home. Leaky dicks, yeah. That's the target audience. Yeah, <laughs> you're, it's 3 a.m. and you're watching wrestling. You probably got you a leaky, leaky dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> the U.S. commercials are just Pizza Hut and like phone commercials and stuff. Craig Robinson mm-hmm. telling me to eat Pizza Hut. We should watch. Uh, if it's on in like Australia, just watch Australian. Is NXT on in Australia? I don't know. Dickie, is it on? What do you watch it on? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Commercials can be fun, but I'm pretty sure it was because our feed was a little wonky then. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> we go to our main event segment of tonight. Grayson Waller comes out with a lot of security guards, jobber cops. Mm. We love our jobber cops here. Grayson comes out and he has them all surround him while he's in the ring and Vic... Joseph hands him the unsanctioned contract and says, you're going to sign it? You're going to do it? You're going to do it. And he takes it from him. Waller goes in the ring. And does he sign it? At first, he must to, to beat the stip of... I think he yeah. must have signed it. He signs it and says, Johnny, I have all the security out here tonight because we all know you are known for cheap shots. Making just blatant lies about Johnny here. Great bar in Queens as well. Cheap shots. Cheap shots. Waller says, uh, ever since I came here in NXT, I, you know, I was just uh, uh, singing and dancing and people were just clapping for me, but they took me seriously after I jumped off the top of the cage at War Games and won. And people know that, you know, I made my mark that night. So let's be real, Johnny. You're the biggest mark in this business. You say that you should bet on yourself. That's what you tell these people. Well, the last 15 months, no one has bet on themselves more than Grayson Waller. Johnny, I know you bleed black and gold while I bleed green, which then a lot of people in the crowd went, what? <laughs> I think he means money. He then says, uh, I used to, I used to, uh, sorry, I used you, Johnny. I used you to put myself on the map and I'm going to use you one last final time when I beat you at stand and deliver. And that's when Johnny's music hits that rebel heart still don't like this version. And Waller is in the ring. He's all prepared. He's telling his security, like, get ready. He's waiting. He's waiting. But Johnny's not coming out when one of the cameras, our, our, vi- our view, just starts to wobble and the camera gets placed down. But we see, like, the, the POV position mm-hmm. here. And we know where this is going. It reveals that he takes the mask off, the hat off. It's Johnny pretending to be a cameraman. Is this another uh, page out of Sean's playbook? I feel like a wait, lot of people. This is more Scott Hall, wasn't it? 
Yeah, but Sean's done it too. A lot of people have done this one. Johnny attacks Grayson Waller. The crowd goes wild. Security's trying to get pull them apart. Both of them are fighting security guards. They're fighting each other. They're fighting ringside. At one point, Johnny gets busted open. He runs right into Waller's arm. I think this was hard way. Waller gets sent flying backwards over the steel steps. Mm. There's, it's a crazy pull apart here. Again, the visual of Johnny's face being bloody it was was great. And Waller's like reactions were really great as they're both being pulled apart here as NXT goes off the air leading into Stand and Deliver this Saturday. I, I think they've done a really good job with this match. I I think Waller is fantastic. His his promo's great. I think how he handled the uh the crowd who were like chanting throughout his whole thing and he yeah. just kept on going and it didn't seem to phase him at all. I think he's a real pro at this point on the mic. And I thought this pull apart was good. It was they were going for each other, like legit going for each other. And if that's anything to sort of kind of see coming forward in this match i think it could be really good between these two johnny doesn't really miss at a nxt event shall we say <laughs> johnny takeover <laughs> yeah um and i think this could be a real kind of match for waller to show really what he's capable of as well i i think this this card's looking good and this match they've built pretty nicely and ju- his justification about because we never really when he attacked johnny the first time it was like oh i'm just going viral Whereas what he's saying is, I won yesterday. I was the yeah. star. And then right away, everyone's talking about Johnny. And it's that jealousy. And I think they the story makes sense. Yeah, it, it's good how they weaved it from Sean into this. Like, at one point, we thought it was just going to be some sort of spot with Sean. And mm-hmm. now it's like, no, we're getting this actual great match. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, I, we love Johnny here. We're big Gargano fans going all the way back. And to see him on an NXT show, he hasn't been used properly on the main roster I'm sure come past WrestleMania, there's reports, DIY, Triple H is like, we need to do it again. So just do it. Like- I, I, I do think they've, they've had all their stories in place for this WrestleMania. So that has yeah. been the focus. So you do get people like a Johnny Gargano who just become a bit of a geek. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping post-Mania they're, can be some focus on some different characters. Yeah, I well. think his time in the sun will still shine, though. Like, his time will come. I think so. In WWE. I believe so. Too. Yeah, I'm still a Johnny fan, and I think him and Waller will put on a... Pr- it takes time. Think Sammy is just coming together yeah. now, like, at this level, and how long he's been there. Like, it, it does take time. Yeah, but Johnny in NXT does not miss, so I'm definitely looking forward to this match. Could be a, a show stealer as well. Unsanctioned as well. We've yep. seen Johnny with in these kinds of matches. Waller as well, so definitely hype for this. Uh what kind of gear is he wearing? We've talked about how it's probably Sean-inspired, some California-inspired. Well, if it's unsanctioned, is he going to be more in street gear? Oh, true. I think... What did he wear again? No, we should be looking up what Sean wore against Triple H. <laughs> that was a SummerSlam, though. But. Oh, he'll wear the, the white tank top and blue jeans and boots? Just dressed like Sean. Yeah. Come out to Sean's music. <laughs> wear a cowboy hat. I'm trying to remember what he wore against yeah he was in a johnny wrestling t-shirt i think at the unsanctioned match right no? i i imagine he's wearing no, he was in gear no he was in gear like sean michaels inspired superhero inspired yeah. stuff for sure but can't wait to see that as well but that was nxt that was next that was up next so it's hollywood as well like yeah exactly some sort of hollywood theme. yeah marvel hollywood yeah. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Waller called him a mark in Johnny cosplay and all that, but really he could he should have 
really stuck the knife and turned it being like, and those Marvel movies, I agree with Scorsese <laughs> or something along the, that ain't Hollywood and get Johnny even more yeah. angry about that. Ant-Man sucked. <laughs> Johnny's just, let me out of <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Uh, so, you know what? A, a, an okay job of, of sending us home. There was a few things in here that I was like, okay, maybe we couldn't need that tonight. But overall, you did a good job of hyping me up. Yeah, I kind of felt for me this wasn't necessarily the most entertaining NXT to talk about yeah. because we we know what everything is at this point. But I think it did a pretty good job of getting you fully up to date with what the big stories are going forward on Saturday. For sure. And kind of doing the hype packages. I, I thought as a kind of commercial for Saturday, I thought it did a good job. Well, we kind of gave predictions throughout the show, but quickly we can go yeah. through them again. Let's talk about the eight-person mixed tag match. The winners gain control of Chase University. Chase U with Tyler Bate versus the Schism. I think Schism with uh, one of them turning and joining Schism. Oh. Uh, who it is, I'm not sure. Okay. A Duke? Could be a... Duke. I think Duke's maybe the obvious one. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe more of a, a Tyler Bate. I mean, Tyler Bate goes way back with um, Jagger and Rip, doesn't he? <laughs> Jagger and Rip. Yeah, I agree. Let's um, go with that. Yeah. What about the triple threat tag men's titles? Gallus defending against Creed's and Tony D and Stacks. I think this is a bit of a weird one. Um, I, I, I feel this. There isn't much story, whereas everything else has been built quite nicely. I'm sure there'll be some good spots in this match. Um, at this point, Gallus. Like, I, yeah, I kind of think the same. I, yeah. Creed's weren't even on this show this week. Cre- Creed's like, like they're, they're, they've already won the titles. Let's mm. not forget that. But also, like if this were to be their re-crowning moment, it's kind of a weird It one. feels weak to yeah. be crowning like this. So, yeah, I kind of see Gallus retaining. Yeah. Wesley versus Dragon Lee. Not, not, no relation there. Versus JD McDonough versus Ilya Dragunov versus Axiom. Fatal five-way for the NA title. I'm going with Wesley. Wesley retains uh, as much as I want to see Dragon Lee come in hot. Uh, I think Axiom should win this match okay. after the whole kind of chasing the mm. the whole title for a while. And just he keeps impressing me. But any of these guys winning. And again, I do think this could be a potential weekend stealing yep. match with these five guys. But any of these iterations work for me. Uh, Dragonov, I hope doesn't win so that we can get him back into some bigger stuff. Uh, and I don't mean just NXT. I think maybe just get him out of here if he's not. Yeah, I'd like to see maybe the Carmelo match. Oh, him, I think. Shit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm ready to see him do Absolutely. stuff on the main roster. NXT tag women's titles Fallon and Kiana versus Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Will it be the darkest before dawn? Will there be smoke when there's fire? Uh, this has to be Al- Alba and Isla, yeah. I think. And we see the, the fuller part of Kiana and Fallon, which is be crazy. We go to the next one, the ladder match for the women's title. Roxanne defending against Zoe, Gigi, Tiffany, Lyra, and Indy. I'm going to stick with Roxanne here. All right. Mm. Roxanne's gunning it. Overcomes her anxiety and (laughs) retains the championship. Overcomes her anxiety and climbs that ladder. Makes herself famous. Okay, just to offset, I'll go with Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton will make it happen. We then go to Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller. Yeah, uh, I, you, I'm not sure with this one. I think maybe Waller you go with. I think Johnny Gargano wins and Grayson is done with NXT. I think we see him uh, with The Miz very, very soon. 
Yeah. Former reality stars get, go under the wing of the Miz, start a whole it's thing. It's whether up. if you're having Mello as face win the title, you could have Waller beat Gargano and kind of have that match. True. Down. I know we've seen it, but like yeah. now on a bigger scale for the championship, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree, though. I don't think he's going to be in NXT too much longer. Yeah. So you're, th- you're saying Waller? I'm going with Waller. All right. I'll go with. How could you do that to I'm our sorry, boy? I know. Main event. Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes. I think Melo. I think it's it just the right like time. time. Yeah, it feels like the right time. It feels like the, the right thing for Braun to move up as well. Uh, talking about the Creeds, maybe the Creeds don't win, and we get that unit. The yeah. three of them brought up at the same time, right? Like Let's call them Diamond Mine. No. Diamond Mine with Braun it's, Breaker. Yeah, like it's, We've gone through so many iterations <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah, get Stokely back. Yeah. Where's Roddy? Where yeah. is Roddy? Yeah. He's not even in 2K23. Where what? Yeah, what a travesty! None of UE. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so those are our predictions for. Well, I'm going with Hayes too. I think it is time for the changing yeah. of the guard. But yeah, those are our predictions for stand and deliver. We will be going live right after it ends over on our, the post wrestling YouTube. The feed we're on right now. So go look for that. And I know there'll be a lot of stuff going on. So hey, uh, if you can't check it out, the audio and the video will be up right after on both yep. the feeds there. So go check that out. Bank it. Just seeing Roddy's not in the game because of his injury, he wasn't able to do the mocap. Oh, poor Roddy. Couldn't get someone else to do that for him? They usually just get other people to do it. Yeah, it's weird. Poor Roddy. Uh, Well, that was NXT going forward this weekend. I'm super excited for all the stand and deliver wrestling on Saturday, both nights of WrestleMania, all the other stuff that's going on. It's going to be a lot of wrestling. Go check us out over on our Poison Rana. Search Poison Rana in your podcast feed and check out our show tomorrow. We'll be going live on our YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Uh, we'll give out some, some predictions for Mania, chat about everything going forward, all the other stuff, the GCW stuff, Kota Ibushi, Vikingo, Joey Janela, all the crazy so stuff of wrestling going on this weekend. We're going to chat all about it and preview that tomorrow over on our feed. Uh, I think Shot in the Dark, there's going to be a new one this week as well. Look for postwrestling.com. John Way, Andrew Thompson, John Cena, all the whole cast and crew I'm are gonna working I'm going to be joining hard. them on Thursday. Look at that. It's, on the cafe. Yeah, it's, we're, we're everywhere. Talking wrestling. Craziness. All week. Yeah, so all the wrestling, you know where to go. Postwrestling.com for all the updates. John and Way are going to have their hands full this weekend, I'm sure, with lots of WrestleMania chat. And again, Toronto area. PoisonRonda.ca for tickets for our watch party as the world sounds like it's absolutely burning down outside. But not before WrestleMania weekend, people. (laughs) Please. Uh, So thanks, guys, for listening. Oh, do we have some feedback? Oh, we do. We We do indeed. Uh, I've got it up here. Yeah, go for it. Um, He says, uh, we start with Frank, who says, but again, seriously, Sean and Rocks clearly filmed that on two different days, right? (laughs) That North American five-way looks insane. Way to go, Brooks. Happy Mania Week, y'all. I can't find the Okay, I can carry on. We go to Sean, who says, This episode is the epitome of cruise control. The only real highlights were the Axiom Fraser portions of the Battle Royal. Roxanne and Sean, the prime target on Mellow and Bron, and the end stuff with Johnny and Waller. Everything else was just kind of there. The women's triple threat was particularly disappointing. I do not know what HBK is seeing in Indy Hartwell, but she has just underwhelmed lately. Sol Ruka has surpassed her and should have got that spot. And why no appearances from Tatum to Cost Ivy? This was a missed opportunity. Stan and Deliver looks fine. Uh, looks like a great card, and I am excited for it. But not because of this episode. 
Yeah, it was pretty filler, to be safe. And finally, we go to Kevin, who writes in, A decent episode, video packages galore, and the finish to the Battle Royal was awesome, but I feel like we are being robbed of Soul not being in the ladder match. Yeah, Indy is loved NXT veteran, but the stuff Soul shows from every match, and even tonight, she would have just been so exciting to have in that match. Happy WrestleMania week, y'all. Yeah. I think we agree. There. A lot of Soul Ruka fans. Yeah. Soul snatching everywhere mm. she goes, surfs up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us talk about some NXT. Again, follow us for all the stuff. Follow our socials, Instagram, at PoisonRanaPod. I know you have Instagram. Go click that follow. We'll be, we'll be posting stories of our weekend watching wrestling at our bar events and oh, yeah. getting silly and replica titles and all fun stuff. Chops. You know the chops are coming out for sure. Definitely. Eric Marcotte is getting chopped to fucking I wind bits. up Big Tom every time I see him. Be yeah. like, your chops are Wind him up so he uses his chops on Eric Marcotte. Yeah. Who I believe is crashing on our couch this weekend. Uh, we got a blow up. Oh, yeah. The blow up mattress. It's nice. It's comfy. Brandon broke the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, why he's not allowed, Brandon. that's why he's not allowed yeah. back here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not true he is coming back for forbidden door which hey uh you know maybe you don't want to make the trip for our watch along parties but we are planning for forbidden door if you're thinking of it so can't wait for that as well but lots of fun stuff this weekend at poison rana pod twitter instagram i myself brayden harrington you can find me twitter instagram at the bray d and i am at davy portman that's it that's all are we now going out in our match in elimination chamber jerseys no, we got to train for standard delivery. Oh, yeah, that's true. We, no, we can go out, but we just can't go to the after party. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And happy WrestleMania. Ahoy! Give me the green light. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.